Jiggly July. Wrapping up. July 31st, as we just realized. Bringing down <laughs> civilization. Little glimpse behind the mirror. We forgot there were five five Sundays in July. We so are pre basically we're uh we're doing Edinburgh uh starting um the f- my first day is the 4th, John's first day is the 3rd. So we pre-recorded a bunch of episodes that you will be enjoying. Asshole August first week will be Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Second week Vergania, third week Sable. Um, Fourth week, tentatively Randy Orton could change. He's not getting back to us. That's why we interview them now. (laughs) After the grave. By the way, just to clarify, we only interview Randy Orton, but for all episodes. (laughs) Randy, uh, what do you think about um, the Macho Man Randy Savage? I I think that it's noticeable I've done a lot of cocaine because one of my eyes goes towards my nose now. (laughs) Also, I took a shit in your handbag. That wasn't my handbag. That's where I keep my grandmother's ashes. It's got my shit in it now. You know, my dad wore a cast for two years. Yeah, I know that. Do you know that I'm I'm fucking cool? You're not. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the loudest noise ever outside. It's like an earthquake for your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we're talking about John Tenta, the Canadian earthquake. As we all know, he started off we gotta no fucking play through play fucking through the noise it's a natural disaster oh my god that's happening (laughs) right now it's happening right now we're dealing with it we are dealing with it um okay so of course he was a famous white uh sumo wrestler retired in july of 1986 and then went on to be in the wwf uh, brought in by Dino Bravo to go up against Hulk Hogan. He was the big monster enemy after the Ultimate Warrior took the championship and they put him in a program with Hulk Hogan. He injured Hulk Hogan and put him off television. I don't know what noise is happening right now and I really hope it's being picked up by the <laughs> microphone. If not, we're going to sound like lunatics. Undefeated in sumo wrestling, though. Yeah, they tried to make that happen again in the mid-90s in the, in the Fed. They tried to have like bring in some people for him to sumo wrestle. They were going to build up towards him and Yokozuna. Is this like the Steve Williams? Have you heard the Dr. Death stuff? No. Steve, Dr. Death, like when they were doing crossover in New Japan and Pride and like real fighting, they had Dr. Death, Steve Williams, actually fight a kickboxer, and he just got murdered. And everyone was like, what happened there? Like, well, he is 46. Oh, it's like the Brawl for All. The Brawl for All was supposed to be how to establish Steve Williams. But they were like, we'll shoot it. It's Dr. Death. And then Bart Gunn was just like, clamor, clamor, slam, slam. And they're like, ah, nuts. <laughs> yeah, all right. So we're getting right into it. Uh, Tenta, obviously, after sumo, after being a very successful sumo wrestler, um, he goes right into All Japan. He's trained by uh, Giant Baba. What I love, first of all, before we, we is who goes from... S- what do you want to be when you grow up? Sumo wrestler first. Oh, that's a ridiculous dream. I'm undefeated. Now what? Well, now I'm just going to be the fake version of that. And it's really weird to watch him. Have you ever seen the match where a guy shoots on him and he can't really do anything? No. Yeah. Who is it? It's I forget the guy who shoots on him, but basically he stops cooperating. And uh, oh, it's um. Oh, I have seen that. It's a uh, Tenru. Um, is it Tenru? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they, he just keeps shoving him. Yeah, and Tenta can't really like. Please stop punching. Like, there's no, there's no like. He can't really uh, wrestle him. Um, 
But yeah, and then we get into uh, certainly how I remember it. Well you, well, you know the circumstances of that. It was essentially it was over the fact that like they were in a working relationship with WWF, and all the WWF kept doing was sending Earthquake over and not sending anyone else over that was agreed. And that guy was really upset that they were working with the WWF anyway. So they're unsure if he was put up to it by the promoters. They don't actually think he was because he eventually, like, he quit right afterwards. Yeah, I think he got, yeah, quit or got fired. He right got after. fired as he walked, like, walked through the curtain. They were like, well, you're fired for sure. And he was like, uh, great shame to my family. <laughs> <laughs> but Earthquake uh, is a very, very good, ver- uh, I'd say he has one of the better second halves. Post- Earthquake is, an, um, is the... I think the best Hulk Hogan monster heel brought in because he's a big fat man who crushes his ribs and because of the size of him and how weird he looked and just his, his presentation, he looked like a viable threat. I think that that was what was very interesting about him. I remember watching that because I used to rent. I remember them. loving the natural disasters, by the way. We're not even there yet, but fuck did I love the natural I disasters. Say this. I just want to say this. But let me, I was going to say yeah, this yeah, is yeah. also, okay. is, but here's the thing with John Tenta. Also, really responsible for two big moments in terms of pro wrestling first guy to put hulk hogan out with an injury the ribs mm-hmm. guy who killed damien yeah but that's how you put a guy over like he did all these squash matches literally get it why because he jumped around and his finishing move was that he sat on you oh my god the literally f- giving every fat kid an idea of how to win a fight yeah he was the Thank you, he was the late 80s version to yokozuna's early 90s of just fat just sit on him you're fat <laughs> you're fat sit on him yeah uh, oh, your finishing move is that you're fat, so you sit on him. Hi, how you doing? Okay, well, let me tell you how you deal with this situation. You just sit on him. All right, good to talk to you. And it's fun. He's one of the guys, too, who had a lot of early versions of his nickname. Earthquake Evans? Came, Earthquake the Canadian Evans. Earthquake? The Canadian. And then, like, I understand bringing a guy in as a heel saying the Canadian Earthquake when it's like, like, put it. I don't know, maybe it's because we're Canadian. It's like, that's not inherently, that's not one of the predetermined these guys are evil ethnicities. No. Pro wrestling. It was because he was with Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo was his, basically his de facto second manager after the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Yeah. And uh, the idea there being um, that uh, they were both from Canada, and Canada is bad, America is good. <laughs> he was an unstoppable, uh, yeah, he was just kind of like, a great guy, guy to build up doing squash matches, which they are starting to do again. But they did a bit uh, on this week's Raw, um, which they're starting to do again. And it's good. I like it because you need... I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but you to have a pro wrestler and to really establish why the guys on your roster are so good, mm. you need them to then face a guy who just looks completely normal. And then, like... Squash a guy who looks like just a dude who walks around on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think... And job guys... And the other thing is you get those sweet job guy characters where it's like maybe he loses a thousand times in a row. He wins one. And you get like a lower mid-carder for a bit. It's super fun. Well, you ba- have to do job guys for like five years, every guy jobs. And then the job guy wins. And then it can pay off like Barry Horowitz. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a really good... like Think if John... Think if Earthquake came in right now. With how he works, he'd just be in the Wyatt family, and then they'd be like, "This guy's pretty good." And then, the first he, of all, and you then are he would get bounced out of the ring by The Rock at WrestleMania, and then two weeks later, he'd be jobbing to like Kalisto. You are overselling. Where he would be in the New Day, and he would be the yeah. He would yeah. He would have been dance. He'd be dancing by now. He'd be the Tank Abbott to the New Day's three count. 
Yeah. Which, by the way, is Dylan God's favorite angle of all time. I love three count. I don't like the Tank Abbott thing. I love three count. Sing up, love three count. Sing the song. Uh, you sang sing it along for- with three count. <laughs> Party up for it. We like the Backstreet Boys. I've done this before. In sync. Oh, it's fucking crazy. Britney Spears is kind of cute. We watch the TRL. Oh my god, I can't believe MTV. you can do me. <laughs> Everybody, three count. count one, two, three. One, two, three. I I gotta say, it was a great idea for a fucking wrestling stable. That what do what do wrestling fans hate more than things that are effeminate and that girls like? Yeah, and an arrogant boy band in the early two thousand was a fucking genius. Oh move. my god, and they used to come out with the fucking. They had everything. They came out in the dumb, like, shiny pants with the headset mics. Yeah. They had the headset mics. Just, like, the little attention to detail is just perfect. Just perfect with that. Much like Earthquake's body. Much like Earthquake's music, which was just a soundtrack effect of uh, of an earthquake hitting Los Angeles with a bass beat underneath it. Um, Let's talk, though. Let's talk about this. Love to. Let's talk about... Um, does he sit on the snake first or injure Hulk Hogan first? Hogan first. Hogan, he was Hogan's opponent right after WrestleMania 6 and is the reason why he's out for a long time so they can establish Hogan. Yeah. He has a squash match during WrestleMania 6 where he, they literally turn his music off for a second and he, I can't remember who he fucks up, but he fucks someone up and like, yeah. WrestleMania 6, by the way, is such a hard watch because, and it, you can't really watch it on the network because they've edited a lot of stuff down like Steve Allen just uh, about to s- <laughs> <laughs> about to play the Russian national anthem and then someone flushes the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. People rab on, rack on the uh, rag is the word. Yeah. People, people rag on the comedy now uh, in WWE, but Jesus Christ, was it bad? Oh, God. When they were like, get Mer- Milton Burl, let's do a cock joke. <laughs> no, but they wouldn't even do a joke. They'd just be like, Milton Burl's here. He's got a big penis. <laughs> Good night. Back to you in the booth. Sean or like things Tony. like John, uh, Gene Okerlund pretending to be very good friends with uh, uh, fucking uh, Bob Uecker. No, it's um, the fucking host of Jeopardy. Oh, Alex Trebek, and yeah. Alex Trebek calls him Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good. <laughs> like, I mean, that's really good stuff, though. Um, yeah, he was a very viable opponent. Obviously, he. That's the thing. You get Hogan out for a while and then uh and then you move on to killing killing damien was crazy yeah like i think that was more effective than the hogan feud because it also made a new heel like it was crazy yeah like jake was driven mad by it yeah got a cobra named lucifer yeah started wearing a long black glove to the ring and then bit had the cobra bite fucking Macho Man Randy Savage. By the way, actual great idea to break, like to uh, for a heel turn though to break a guy. They broke his mind. Yeah, great. Yeah, and they do it in a way where it's like, well, he's not coming back. (laughs) Like it's not like it's not like he was betrayed by someone and went bad. It's like, no, they they killed his snake. (laughs) Yeah, he's gone now. But that's uh, and that's that's how you build. Like, are you telling me Braun Strowman couldn't be just another kind of earthquake? Braun, that's what Braun. 
I don't understand. Abyss was the last guy they did this with. You bring him in, he beats the dog piss out of everyone in the very, like, first, second match. Just a fun match to get everyone excited. He comes in, does two moves, gets the fuck out. Braun Strowman should not be wrestling with the rest of the Wyatt family. Bray Wyatt should have well, walked him anymore. out. Well, no, they don't. Ex- they're not together anymore. No, well, uh, Rowan went to SmackDown, and uh, Braun Strowman's on a Raw. So no, I know, but where's Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt's on Raw, right? SmackDown. You s- so Bray Wyatt's on SmackDown. Everyone else is on Raw. Bray Wyatt's on SmackDown. Eric Rowan's on SmackDown. Braun Strowman's on Raw. Because they're trying to feature Braun Strowman and just be like, the last part didn't happen. <laughs> the last year wasn't real. What, they're trying to feature Braun Strowman? I had no idea. But yeah, because it's basically, it's the same thing that we pointed out with in other episodes, which is they basically try and do the same thing with these guys. And they've tried to do the same thing with big freakish monster heels since Undertaker, or no, since like Andre the Giant basically, which is he's unbeatable. But the only difference is now they're like, he's unbeatable, except he's been beaten a multitude of times. Yeah. Well, then that's the thing about Earthquake, I think, that's really effective is, is maybe speaking to the wrong point, but he's one of the dude, the only dudes who they like, who Hogan beats, and then he gets another feud. Yeah. That's great. Usually it's like Hogan, and that's what they do a lot now is like, John Cena beats a monster. Now the monster loses a thousand times. It didn't mean anything. But, like, they kept him strong. Like, he loses to Hogan and then kills Jake's sneaky. And they also, he ass backwards fell into a lot of moments of revitalization. You're welcome. For example, un- Undertaker, or uh, Earthquake. I, keep, I don't know why I keep saying Undertaker. Earthquake with Dino Bravo. A good pairing. Dino Bravo can't talk, but is this muscular kind of like little puppy dog around this fat fuck. And Jimmy Hart, again, why they don't have, this is why you need managers, because fuck me, does Jimmy Hart do a good job of just making it seem like this guy's his monster. You're like, I'm a snivelling sh. Oh, it's fucking great. I love it. It's really, yeah, and this is another, this is also the time when they're playing to people's strengths, too, where it's like, Earthquake can't really move very well. Let's put him with Jimmy Hart, this tiny rockabilly annoying man. Don't you hate rockabilly? This man is also, this man is a literal seismic event. Um, let's, uh, before, I want to talk about the natural disasters, and then I want to go to break, and that'll end the good part of Earthquake's career. Because <laughs> then we're getting into the Dungeon of Doom, honey. Oh, and then, of course, the oddities. Perfect. Um... He forms the natural disasters like he had really in 1991 basically gets out of the feud with Jake. Yeah. He's on the span of two years. No, no, no. The natural disasters are the, they do it together. The natural disasters are the ones that uh, sit on the snake. Oh, shit. I'm yeah. a bitch. Yeah, because they do it Someone together. Come to That's my house and burn me. Yeah, they fucking cut you because you deserved it. He formed a team with Tugboat where, er, who then becomes Typhoon. And I could not have been more scared of two people. No, because they're so fat. And it's good because they don't look similar. No. Like, and even the way they're built is, Tenta is more like, he's a very large man. Yeah. Listed at six foot seven, probably about six foot five, right? Um, Large man, but he's like fat. Like, he's a fat guy. Like, if you shrunk John Tenta, he would just be Dylan Gott. Yeah. But handsome. Tugboat, 
or typhoon is like a brick fucking shit. Yeah, with this massive like yeah, massive I got the, you know it's solid. No, not as good a wrestler as Earthquake, which M- is so sad. Mullet out of fucking control, and also it plays into the whole thing of being a traitor to Hulk Hogan's cause because Typhoon or Tugboat was Hulk Hogan's second in the feud with Earthquake. Yeah, they turned face uh, and then feud with Money Inc. And that's really when it gets... Their initial run as heels was just, like, perfect. It was so good. They finally won the titles off the Beverly Brothers. I don't really like... I don't really like when they turn... Like, if you're going to be a monster face, you have to have cool moves, you know? Like, say what you will about Diesel. It was easy to turn Diesel face because Diesel had, like, a cool powerbomb and a good and a cool way about him, you know? Or like Razor Ramon, same thing. Cool moves, cool weight about them. Mm-hmm. But like the natural disasters are just full on. These guys are bad guys. You know? Like these guys are. There's no nothing to sink your teeth into as far as a reason to like them. The only reason to like them is because you finally want to cheer for them because they win all the time. Which they didn't even win all the time because they feuded with the LOD and lost the and never won the titles. You know, they never won the titles off the Legion of Doom. So there's not even anything like, oh, these unstoppable forces better root for them than against them. And there's no like, like you can't envision like Earthquake grabbing a mic and just cutting that fucking go home promo. Oh, know? yeah. You're not like because he would what he would do is promos. He would just jump back and forth like, I'm going to get you. Hulk Hogan, yeah. gonna get back. <laughs> the one thing that they do do is. <laughs> <laughs> Is to revitalize the natural disasters because originally they were fucking Jimmy Hart's fucking monster boys. Yes. Which is why they attacked Jake the Snake. To change them up is they become baby faces. Now, how do you make those two fucking fat fucks be baby faces? I don't know. Money Inc. fucks them out of a title shot, then um, Money Inc. wins the belts and refuses to give them a shot. Yeah. And makes fun of them for being fat. <laughs> they don't pay their taxes, goddamn. This, by the way, is the last time when the tag team division in the WWF was awesome. Well, because there were so many tag teams. You could have oh, Beverly Brothers, Money Inc., Natural Disasters, The Road Warriors, Demolition, Heart Foundation, The Rockers. During this time, the Heart Foundation's pretty much broke up. No, the Heart Foundation is on the way to being broke. Yeah, they're still pretty much... But they never really broke up. Okay, then it's the new foundation, or even better, High Voltage. Oh, High Voltage. Which they then took for a WCW tag team, which is the greatest tag team of all time. Just two power plant guys who are just amped to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) We're High Voltage! Come on! Because they tried to make like the noises of electricity because they were so high voltage. No, they didn't. Really good time. Yep. Oh, oh, boy. Fuck me. Fuck me in my ass. <laughs> um, I love John Tenta. Let me I just... was trying to think of more tag teams just to drive the point home. That's why I was silent there. But one last thing about John Tenta. The brain busters. Different era. Yep. Uh, the U.S. Express. Um, <laughs> one last thing about John Tenta. Ray Stevens. Pat Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just such a neat... <laughs> Ray Stevens, Pat Patterson. Jess McMahon and Toots Mondant. <laughs> they were tag team partners in life and not in the ring. The Bruiser uh, and the Crusher. Oh, the fuck, what was the... Po- oh, every match John Tenta's ever wrestled, he bleeds from the mouth. Just thing I'm going to point out. Weird. Every single month, he always has a bloody mouth. 
Maybe he gets stressed tongue bleeds. <laughs> just a very weird. <laughs> Maybe thing. he eats so quickly the food cuts his mouth. Uh, I got it. He just only eats salt and vinegar chips. That's his only thing in his diet. Yeah. Um, All Heart Earthquake is a another version in the grand tradition of something they stopped doing actually after uh, after Vader. Which is uh, Yokozuna. The reason he was written off of uh, WWF television is Yokozuna Bonsai dropped him at a house show. And they were like, no one can take the Bonsai drop. This guy is equally as fat to Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. And uh, he now is dead from the Bonsai drop. And that's great. Trade off the... F- trade up. Fat guys. Yeah. I love that. There like can Mark only... Henry, Mark Henry's last thing on TV is being like murdered by new fat guy. Are you basically Maybe saying... Maybe Nia Jax can murder Mark Henry. Are you basically saying there can be only one fat guy? There can be only one obese man on television, yeah. Because then what's the point of having like a bunch of obese dudes on TV? Then it's not special anymore. You want, one, you want one like circus fat dude. They don't have any circus fat dudes anymore, I know. Because like... They kept dying. Die, but... <laughs> It's way fun to have a circus fat dude. Follow-up question. Do you want to take a break? Hello, this is Dylan God and... John Hastings. And sorry to interrupt Dylan God and John Hastings from talking about wrestling. But right now, we need to ask you to rate, subscribe, and review the Wrestler Review on iTunes. It really helps us out. We do this podcast for free. We have, we've been so lazy, we haven't even set up one of those PayPal things. Not only that, we won't set up PayPal things because wrestling fans have integrity. And no money. And no money. No fucking Mm -hmm. money. But what we do have is uh, existence on this plane. So please let us know that you're out there. Email us at wrestlerreview at gmail.com. Like us on Twitter, the Wrestler Review. Follow us on Instagram. At Wrestler Review on Twitter and Instagram. And um, now back to an episode that's going incredibly well. We're back. Now, John Tenta leaves the Fed and heads to a little place called WCW where his old pal Hulk Hogan gets him a job working in my personal favorite disaster stable of all time, the giant white tigers themselves, the Dungeon of Doom. The giant white tigers. Have you, have you never watched the Dungeon of Doom promos that like lead up to like the whole thing where they're going to the temple and Hulk Hogan's transformed, transported there? No. It's awful. It's so like it's better than the fucking final deletion. Here's why I here's where I stand on that kind of stuff. Is I know everyone was waiting for me to shoot from the hip. Pew. <laughs> um I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it because you wait a minute. You watched the final deletion like but five that's times. Funny. The Dungeon of Doom promos are fucking hilarious. Yeah, but Matt Hardy's in on the joke, which I mean adds a lot to it. No, the it's funny. Everyone but Hulk Hogan's in on the joke. It's very much of a time. It's very much of a time that if you if you remember something when you were a kid and you're like, oh fuck, you were with those rose colored glasses and you watch it, and I'm like, that sucks. I was such an idiot. That's one thing, but I never saw it in the first place, so it'll just be like, what the fuck is this garbage? And the other thing is, WCW would make those promos. Uh, how long is it? Is it like six minutes? There's like eight of them. Yeah, exactly. That's like an hour of an adult's day. <laughs> first of all, now you're acting like we're adults. I am an adult. I think here's another really weird thing I want to say. I think Avalanche was the best what's kind of take a WWF name that they came up with. Uh, absolutely. Also, amazing intro of him. That was yeah. the best because he came out. Um, 
he came out and attacked Hogan after um, Halloween Havoc, uh, where he beat Ric Flair in a retirement match. And yeah. then him... Um, uh, and your wife. Him, my wife. Martha sorry. Hart. I was just trying to look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, the butcher. I couldn't remember what they called Brutus the Barber Beefcake when he betrayed Hulk Hogan. Because I know they called him Brother Brudi because of uh, copyright issues. Um, but yeah, it was the butcher Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash. Or Kevin Sullivan were the three faces of fear. Then they went into the uh, Starcade, which was up until the last Starcade, the lowest buy-rated Starcade of all time. Jesus. That's insane. So bad. I just feel bad for him because it was like... He goes in with Avalanche, he's super hot, and then they immediately job him out to, like, they make him do the job ranks to, like, Sting and everybody. It's exactly like what I was talking about in the first section, where, yes, uh, uh, Earthquake... Well, no, 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 no. It's not... He didn't job out to Sting, first off. The person he first jobbed out to was David Sullivan. We like, like it. Do you know even? Do you, any of you remember who David Sullivan was? Dad Sullivan, you mean? No, at this point he's Dave Sullivan. He stopped being dyslexic. He stopped being essentially yeah, the bunny hop. I remember the bunny hop. Oh fuck! Here was his finishing move, guys. He would get a guy up in a pile driver position, and then he would just jump up and down, and uh, then lay the man down on the mat and pit him because the guy was so disoriented from jumping up and down. Dave Sullivan owned a bunch of bunnies. He was Kevin Sullivan's younger brother. Eugene. Th- you know the you know Eugene? Yeah, I remember Eugene. He stole Dave Sullivan and made it, and that's what Eugene was. Yeah, Eugene was a less offensive version of David Sullivan. <laughs> and then David Sullivan, they made him be the world's largest Hulkamaniac. They basically made a man who was as clearly as old as Hulk Hogan behave like he was his bestest, like loved him so much, yeah. had a Hulk Hogan robe. And they gave, and they let him pin fucking Avalanche at the Clash of Champions, nineteen ninety four. He then jobbed to Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, uh, jobbed to Macho Man and Sting and whatever. And then he comes back as the Shark. Very good. And what is the one fun thing that he did as a result of coming back as the shark? Um, yeah, this is almost this is lore now. This is like, unfortunately, this is the thing people remember about him most. I think is over a twenty-four hour period because he did play. Uh, he wrestled uh, collegiately for uh, LSU uh, in the states, and their logo is a tiger. So he changed the LSU logo of the tiger on his arm to a shark in a process that apparently took twenty-four hours. I mean, cumulatively, maybe, but like when you say it that way, it sounds like John Tenta showed up and he's like, all right, I got eight coffees. We're going to be here for a bit. Um, but yeah, over like I'm sure a bunch of sessions took 24 hours, changed it to a shark. And then, of course, like, why would you how is a man supposed to personify a single shark? Dude, I I don't even know. I also don't know why they didn't just keep him as Avalanche because he could have just been Avalanche in the Dungeon of Fucking Doom. And no, but he was already brought in as one of uh, Kevin uh, Sullivan's goons. Like it didn't. No, really but he was brought in as Avalanche was a member of the Three Faces of Fear. Yeah, and then the Three Faces of Fear morphed into Dungeon Dungeon of Doom because it was also they also then re brought back. Brother Bruda, who was Brutus the Barber Babecake, who was the butcher, as the Zodiac, and then as the man with no name. And then, as my favorite, the booty man. 
This is uh, something. His finishing move was the high knee. High knee. The booty man? <laughs> high knee. The booty man. <laughs> high knee. I Why? What was the booty man's character? He liked butts. That's not true. <laughs> That's what it was. No. Yeah, he just shaked his ass. Oh. <laughs> and then that man grew up to be badass Billy Gunn. Thank you very much. <laughs> Here's something that I wish uh, that I wish they would uh, adopt for Black Lives Matter. Oh no! Oh, no! Oh, I'm no. not a shark. I'm not the shark. I'm not a fish. I'm not an avalanche. I'm a man. When did he say that? That was when the No Gimmicks Needed John Tenta came out. You remember when ECW... I don't remember No Gimmicks... You don't remember No no Gimmicks Needed John Tenta? No, I remember when he was Big John Tenta on WCW Saturday Night. Oh, that's what... what, He gives a promo like, I'm a man. I'm not an avalanche. I'm a man. And then he give him a little bit of a push, as much as you can get of of beating Big Bubba Rogers. And then he cut... Bubba Rogers uh, goatee off with a pair of scissors, which is just, I mean, I frankly don't remember a world where the big boss man doesn't have a goatee. I don't want to know about that world. And then he, yeah, and then he culminated with him getting a shot uh, against the Giant, which, for the title, which he lost. And it must be weird because Big Show has that tiger tattoo. No, Big Show got that later on. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because it would have been weird to, like... In a planned match, lose to a guy who has a tattoo that you never wanted off your body. <laughs> and then you, you know what I mean? Like, I changed this tattoo for my work, and then the work thing immediately didn't work out, and now you have my tattoo. It's a very good point. It just, it's just weird. It's, it's very interesting. He then goes back to the WWE and is part of the oddities in such a weird, where the Dudley Boys sort of faction... That was the giant Kur was fucking Kurgan, mm-hmm. Luna Vachon, John Tenta in this weird mask as oh what the fuck was his name? Golga. Golga, and then an even bigger giant. But who it was, was good though because this is a we- this is a weird success story. I think of that gimmick in that. All right, do you remember when Kane? Do you remember when Kane came out? Always. And you were like, that's Isaac Yankum. I do not remember. I remember someone told me eventually. I didn't know that that was him for like the first year. I when I first saw Kane, I was like, "That's Isaac Yankum." Like really? I knew it was Isaac Yankum. When Goldust came in, I knew that was Dustin. Yeah, Rose. I knew that was Dustin Rose. Yeah, Gold guy didn't know it was Earthquake. And as a kid, I used to like pride myself on knowing who every single person was. Before. Of course you did. You fucking nerd bad. Like Mankind well, actually his name is Cox Jock. He's a good wrestler. I'm nine. No one will kiss me for so many years. <laughs> Not even a smooch on my pooch. You know what I mean? Um, hey, do you want to know why he hasn't appeared on uh, any wrestling programs recently? Because he's dead. Oh, fuck. I only just found out he was dead ten seconds ago. What? You only found out that cocaine mccheeseburger was dead he doesn't strike me as a cocaine guy he does strike me as the kind of guy that like what's for dinner well i just had my lunch wait like you invited me for dinner and you just ate lunch you don't understand all my meals blend in as one (laughs) i feel i asked them to fill the bowl and they ate the bowl i don't know what uh just give me my golga mask and take off my trousers it's time for me to pleasure myself i'm going into another coma (laughs) i want Oh, oh, look, you're sleeping. That's a coma. I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. All right, here's something. Here's a fun thing. 
how uh, how many years were the oddities around? Less than one? Two. What? He was contracted until 1999. Wasn't that fun? That is fun. And it also introduced the uh, Insane Clown Posse into the w- into the ro- uh, wrestling world. Finally. How weird would it be to, for you... You've challenged for multiple world championships. You're a WWF tag team champion. When, frankly, being a champion meant, meant a something. lot. Yeah, it meant a lot. And now they're like, "Hey, forty year old man, you love Cartman? Get out there and fart." <laughs> <laughs> like, was he the one that farted a lot? Yeah, for sure he was. I don't know. I don't actually remember. All I remember is I remember he I remember lo- being like when they when someone would hit Golga, I was like. Oh no! Don't hit Golga. He's so friendly. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, like I remember the one thing with the oddities where you're like, nobody hurt them. They're obviously going back to the hospital. Like, yeah. Well, it was just like here's a bunch of mentally ill people that people that heels are gonna beat up. <laughs> like, yeah, no. That, I was about to say it's like yeah. Here's all these yeah. And then they introduced the ICP. And then I only remember one match, which was them. I think against Kai and Tai yeah, at yeah, yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. 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 God, the Attitude Era, just so many of the ideas were like, who are these guys? They're Japanese, but they wear American clothing. That's bad, so they're the bad guys. And these guys over here are white people, but they wear tie-dye. Who should win? No one really knows. I like that they'll be like, uh, who could mentally handicap people beat up? The Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry, if you... The only way to make think, them... If you're listening to this and for some reason you stumbled upon this... Uh, and you're not a wrestling fan. Uh, that is, I'm sorry, the way wrestling, wrestling, <laughs> wrestling creative thinks, where it's like a bunch of people. Like it feels like because you have to have written for like, you have to have real TV writing credits to now for yeah for WWE, and it just feels weird to be like all these people who worked really hard, so they got like a spec script together, and then they got on this show, and they wrote for this show for a couple of years, and then they walk in, and then there's this senile man from South <laughs> Carolina that just gives them a list of ethnicities and figure out how to demonize it by 3 p.m. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> just- uh, hello, Gord. Tanner. Tanner. It's Mr. McMahon. We're going to reunite the oddities. Can you get a shovel and meet me at the graveyard? (laughs) 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 I want to real bury them. Bury them alive. Um, (laughs) How close do you think that they've come to having to talk Vince McMahon out of when they're in Kansas City? Just just doing an Owen Hart died in this ring and I killed him promo. Like, you know that he... (laughs) Tonight we're doing a scaffolding match. And last time there was scaffolding involved in this city, Owen Hart died. It was so good. Yeah. So is John Tenta one of the premier two-sport athletes? John Tenta is not only a premier sport athlete, I would say he is... A sport athlete. I say he is... You said a premier sport athlete. Yeah, I did. You're a premature <laughs> baby, and it came out in your speech, you preemie, preemie fuck. <laughs> if you were premature, your torso would be so long, and your legs wouldn't be so fucking weirdly short. Fucking preemie. 
Listen, I fucked a lot of people, even though I have a weird <laughs> body. <laughs> now that's how you get someone defensive. Um, I'm gonna say this about John. I bare skinned more fucking girls than you've seen in the last twenty minutes. Hey, so make you shut your shithole hey, before I cram it with cock. Hey, four eyes, better shut your fucking mouth, <laughs> pussy, before I fucking show you the photos of girls I said no to. <laughs> <laughs> You want to know why they call me John Tenta? Because I sit on women. <laughs> yeah, I've earthquaked a couple girls. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I do is I say I've been I've been to some weird stuff. Like it's 2016. I've been with a couple uh, guys. I mean, you can't weird me out. I'm like, okay, cool. Strip all naked, and I'm uh, gonna jump around the bed. <laughs> and then I'm gonna jumping sit on your face, and if my penis goes in your mouth, that's great. But if it doesn't, I'm gonna come anyway. <laughs> Boom. Oh. I've Dino Bravoed a couple of girls, which means that I've got them to sit on a chair and then I've shot them with my cum because they wouldn't give me their their smuggled oh, I cigarettes. You're gonna just die of cancer. <laughs> no, he got shot in the face. Mm. He's part of a cigarette smuggling ring in Quebec. Oh yeah, so French Canadian. <laughs> Still my favorite wrestling death of all time. Not pills, not steroids. Two bullets to the head. It would be he was wonderful if cigarettes. In true French Canadian fashion, he died turning away from a man who tried to speak English when he worked at a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bonjour. Uh, may I have? Oh, heart attack. Um, quoi? I think he. I think John Tenta is my boyfriend he is you guys i've been dating for quite some time but you can't ever break up because he died so it's it's one of those weird things <laughs> he was in all the cool video games um he was he was in wrestling challenge he was in and he's also in a bunch of back japanese wrestling games is he really his, yeah because of his um sumo wrestling and i'm sure he's beloved over there yeah, I mean, because he was one of three, uh, three like uh, white sumo wrestlers ever, essentially, and certainly the only Canadian one, and only the, the only successful one. Yeah, and it's just it's just a shame that kind of he was so he committed. And this is gonna sound. I'm sorry if you're a sumo wrestler, you could for sure beat me up, but he committed himself to the sport where the fat guys wear diapers. <laughs> <laughs> like being undefeated in a combat sport is insane. And uh, he accomplished that, and hats off to you, Mr. Tenta, but you're a fat guy in a diaper. Yeah. Like, that's not... Like, no one looks at sumo and is like... There is a part, part of Your me. first thing is like, holy shit, that guy's huge. He could, like, just throw me. And then you're like, but he's in a diaper? There is a part of me Why that... Why don't they just have sumo pants? That does think anytime I see a sumo wrestler, I do think, you just wanted a reason to eat carbs. <laughs> Well, because that's how they, you know how sumo wrestlers gain weight is they have a big meal of rice and then just nap immediately. <laughs> is that what they do? Yeah. Yeah, you eat a bunch of rice and then you just go to sleep. I'm sure that it's evolved beyond rice <laughs> because I haven't stayed up on my sumo dieting. But it's uh, when I, so you mean when you I watched every single thing on television in uh, the year 2000. Uh, there was a documentary I watched. I've like watched they it about well. eat a bunch of fucking rice and they go to sleep. It was about a black man trying to become a sumo wrestler. I remember it well. Whoa! No, I'm not a man. No, I am a man. I'm not a shark though. I'm not an avalanche. I'm not an avalanche. I'm not a fish. Sharks not a fish. 
fucker. Let me just say this about Shock whenever a mammal. WCW tries Shock's to... a mammal. Is it a mammal? No, it's a fish, you It's fu- a fish. Shark's it has a gills, fish, you idiot. dumb fuck. No, but they can be mammals, too. No, if you have gills, you're not a mammal. You're a fish. No. If you have a blow... No, because whales have blowholes, so it's different. They'd... Oh, I got a blowhole, too. <laughs> it's because you're... Ask your mama about it. <laughs> Sex with your mom? Why would you have sex with my my sixty year old mother? Power. <laughs> power thing. It's so that you can make sure that you have the control of the podcast. I wish that I had one friend who made it his goal to try and seduce <laughs> all my friends' moms. That is a movie that would have been made in the in the late nineties <laughs> called The Mother Load. <laughs> I was gonna say just mom fucker. <laughs> no. Why can we say fuck in the title? Ah. I want to now write that movie, The Motherload, and it's okay. Here's the plot, and I'm gonna relate it to John Tenta. Um, a man makes fun of a fat sumo wrestler who is magic and curses him, and the only way to lift the curse, which means he'll die by being sat on by John Tenta is he has to have sex with all of his friends' moms in 60 days. <laughs> but he can't tell anyone what it does. And unfortunately, it's really easy because they're all sex starved. he falls starved. in love with one mom? No, he falls in love with one of the dads. Ooh, nice. And he has to suck off that dad. Yeah, and then it just ends with a really long, dry rape. Not like, uh, I was supposed uh, to say dry rape. Uh, uh, a really uh, uh. dry hump between two men yeah, 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 during yeah, yeah. a softball game which is in the bleachers <laughs> and there's a clamoring of the bleachers like in the pl- like plastic on metal of just yeah. like you just hear gene on gene rubbing oh yeah like a lot of this because you're gonna hit the belt a bunch too yeah um i will say this uh final point before we get to best and worst um, uh, what, I also have a he did point. a thing that in all Japan they built him up in a way that I wish they would just kind of build up big man. It's an old school way to build up uh, tubby tubby fat fats, but uh, he just won a bunch of battle royals. Oh, this yeah. guy being unbeatable in battle royals and just like matrixing a bunch of people. God, I do miss the old school wrestling logic of like he's fat, you can't move him, put him yeah, in the yeah, ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Try and knock this guy down. Look how much he eats. Yeah, yeah. Mabel will be an issue. Why? He's fat. I mean, it's just numbers, really. Look how goddamn fat he is. And that is true, because Mabel legitimately hurt, like, 11 wrestlers. He broke The Undertaker's face. Was that legit? Yeah. That's why he had to wear that mask for a bit. Whoa. Oh, the Phantom of the Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, personal favorite era. No. No, John, no. All right. Well, let's get to what's your what's your favorite thing about John Tenter? It's got to be his great style. Um... Finishing move. He is the he, that is an innovative finishing move for a big man. No fat man in America did that move before he did. And it's the only finishing move that I think of. Like you know how you know how when uh, a wrestler gets to the point where they're not just beating jobbers anymore, and they call for their finishing move, and they always miss it. Like you yeah. always miss it. Like Randy Orton, I'm horny. I'm gonna fuck you with an RKO thing. Um, he what? always messes it. Uh, anytime Jake the Snake did the whole the swing around the, the head, go for the DDT, he's gonna miss it. 
you know? Like, uh, The Rock's setting up for a rock bottom. He might hit it, but he's not going to win the match, or it's going to be, you know? Yeah. Like, literally every single time someone calls for it, they're going to miss it. But John Tenta was the... John Tenta Earthquake was the only move they respected enough to, like, he's jumping around the dude, and even if he missed it once every, like, five matches, he still hit a four out of five. So then you know that this is logical, that this could happen. And plus, the after he did it to Damien, people were like, he's not actually going to fucking do it, is he? And then when he, you know, sat on, when he sat on Damien, like, and what a great, just a great spot. Like, the way he did it, too, like how he went, like, right down. Yeah. And Jake selling it. Like, that's probably the best. A part of for me the one- stupidest, for what sounds like a dumb angle kind of it's one of the greatest angles part of me wonders if it was a real snake i wonder i think it was because i think vince uh it's a shoot <laughs> kill, kill is a real snake i will bet you 50 bucks that vince mcmahon had here's to be talked out of not letting them just murder a snake here's the thing jake here's it's what the I devil. About jake he doesn't really care about snakes but he does care about his daughter sit on his daughter <laughs> No, because in the nineties it was uh well, let me tell you there, champ. Um uh one more point about John Tenter that I would really like to stress. That's not oh, is that your favorite? This is not favorite. Okay. Is and why I think that he is the perfect person to end on Jiggly July. And I've sort of allu- is best I'm gonna say best fat man wrestler ever. No. Who's yours? Vader. Second best is John Tenter. You're right, I forgot about Vader. No, not even close. Yeah, he's second best. Who's better? Stan Hansen doesn't count. Stan Hansen, no, I'm. We're talking about like the thing is like he's fat. He's gonna sit on you. Yeah, out of the and even Vader, I don't. Is not a he's fat. He's gonna sit on your wrestler. No, you're right. So I think I go back. I think Tent is a more diverse. Fuck yeah, but Yoko. Um, now this is just I'm trying to think out out of spite. All right, do your worst, and I'll try and think of more out of spite. Worst thing about John Tenta? Yeah. The way he went bald made it just look like he was there to move furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I can't think of any more out of spite. Maybe the big show? No. The big show doesn't sit on anyone. Like he could. Yeah, he could, but he wouldn't because they're like they won't get him up. I think my one of my favorite and we'll never do an episode on him, but just out of lore is Haystacks Calhoun. Because Haystacks Calhoun was like the dude when my I was watching wrestling. I'm like, wow, look how big Earthquake is. He'd be like, guy, when I was growing up, Haystacks Calhoun, oh god, he was so fat. Pounds. And I was like, no. And then I looked up, like, holy shit, this dude's 700 pounds. There was a time when he f- um, he tripped in the middle of the ring, and um, he was on his back like a turtle. No, the time he tripped on the on the entrance ramp. And he could, they couldn't get him up because he'd sprained his ankle. So he just had to lay there for the rest, th- uh, for the entire show, and the wrestlers had to walk, like, step over him. No. Yes. That's because they well, could. He was, like, he was like TLC fat. Because the problem is, is the paramedics couldn't get the giant gurney out through the entranceway, mm-hmm. so they just were like, "Stay there, you fat fuck." That's crazy. It's crazy that at first I heard about that story, and at first they were like. Oh, look, John's mom fell. 
<laughs> Shut up, you're fat. She's such a nice lady. Um, yeah, you, oh, Bam Bam Bigelow, too. Not a sit on you, hurt you guy fat. So you're talking about one specific type of fat guy? Yeah, I, That's such a weird thing to specify. Viscera. Okay. Yoko. Yeah. Mark Henry. I think there's other fat guys. Bundy. Bundy. Bastion Booger. Bash Mantar. Mash, Bastion Booger. <laughs> Mantar, but or as you call him, but obviously Typhoon. Typhoon. Kamala. Kamala. Kamala was great. Is Yoko John Tenta tied for first? Whoa. I don't see how you spe- I don't know. We could talk another hour about this weird thing you came up with <laughs> yeah. in your head right at the end of the episode when we clearly would just decided to do this off the spur of the hat because we forgot about some stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We made it fucking interesting. We made it Ooh. fucking real. And Isn't it is my true. Best thing about John <laughs> what is it? Um his look. I never said my best thing about him. Everything is the whole package. <laughs> <laughs> no, his look. His look is great because he's just fucking huge and he looks mean. Like we're we'll talk about this in a future episode, but like the amount of wrestlers who just straight up look mean is at an all-time low, and John Tenta looked mean, and knowing he was from Canada and still rooting against him was a big thing at that time when I was five. Yeah, he looks like an adult bully. Like, he looks like... The- Shut up. He looks like he... in If he would have came around in the Attitude Era or, like, later on, they would have just made him a biker. Because he he's a fucking skullet biker dude. Like yeah, they would have. Like. Yeah, he would have. He looks like the big biker who, uh, you who if you're in a TV show, the big biker with his arms crossed who you look up and then oh my god, look at the size of that muff. He would have been Undertaker's partner for the snakeskin boots oh, promo. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been just in the DOA, unfortunately. Oh my but. god, he would have been. He would have been skull. No, he would have been like knife saw. Do you remember the members of DOA? Let's Here's see. my worst. I got them all. I just remember them all. Okay, Skull, Eight Ball, Chains, Crush. Fuck, got them all. I can't believe I did that. That's an all-time low. If you could name one member of Los Proicros that wasn't fucking Savio Vega. Oh, it's easy. Who are they? Fidel Castro. <laughs> <laughs> Fidel Castro. Roberto Alomar. Um... <laughs> How do you go? Carmen the, Electra. The dictator of Cuba. Yeah. Then a player from the 92 Blue Jays. Yeah. And then a woman who's not Spanish. Okay. Well, I just, I was just, I was just firing off some, uh, some hot loads here. Some big fat loads of knowledge. Uh, worst thing about John Tenta, I think you could just say his, mo- his mobility. Um, maybe his smarts. For the business, like the shark thing. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. mind-boggling. I think he must have been paid for that. He must have been paid extra. But it's kind of like saying... A, it's going to sound weird. But saying there's a worse thing about John Tenta when he so clearly is what he is, is I think... Is I think ignorant to just be like, the man is what he is. Like, he's a... He's a large dude, not very mobile, more mobile than you would think, though. Um, learned enough about wrestling. I mean, like, his promos were awful, but, like, that's not his job. His job is to beat people for six months, have you think he's a fucking badass, lose and win, lose and win, and then lose on the way out. And uh, in that, he had the perfect run. 
uh, because it was four years of two years single, two years tag team, end as a face, lose to the next big guy, night night. And I think that the way he was booked really in the his first run, the four years, the eighty nine to ninety three in the Fed, really spoke to just how uh, just to ex- it spoke to. I don't know, just using a guy for what he is. I mean, for his promos bad, yeah. Uh, was he a good worker? No, that's not his job. His job is to be big and sit on people. His job is to sit on part-time wrestlers and then they get $500 and they get to say they wrestled the goddamn earthquake, all right? That's his, jam- that's his damn job. So the worst thing about John Tenta is I think that he's not here with us right now. It'd be so fun. He would totally wanted to just order cheese bread off the internet. He just seems like a laid-back guy to talk to. He hey, seems so... For a guy who... Hey, you guys want... You want to know what Hulk Hogan's dick looks like flaccid? Like, I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Elizabeth used to show her tits. No, she just made she just made nice banana bread. Yeah. Can we just... The reason I'm hanging out with you guys is to <laughs> not talk about weird wrestling things. I don't want to talk about who <laughs> Phil drank their own piss. That was Jesse Ventura, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but that was everyone. Um, so why are you two, John Tenta? Why are you two recording your pod? Why are you guys recording your podcast shirtless? Well, John Tenta, it's just like how we let, like you know, like our creative juices out. It's just like, why are you guys both really hard? <laughs> hard up. I think we. I think our question. This question. This line of questioning is over, John. I love you, Dylan. All right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, once again, Edinburgh, 445, Cabaret Voltaire. All ages, all races welcome, and it's pay what you can. 930 for this Tubby, G. tubby, dum, dum. 930 at the Pleasance? Yeah, bitch. At the Pleasance Courtyard? Correct. The Pleasance Courtyard. No Jews, though. He told me that before the show. <laughs> it's weird that I did tell you that. Mm. There's one Jew allowed, but no Jews. You know what I mean? Interesting. Regardless, um, if you are a black woman, he asked that you not have natural hair. That's a weird thing that he said. <laughs> it is an you odd th- thing that I did say. Yeah, you you definitely said that. Um, if you have a Black Lives Matter t-shirt or have ever supported them on social media, you have to come on stage and John throws tomatoes at you and says this is a terrorist organization. Not just going to be tomatoes. Okay. Also onions, like hard, firm, fresh onions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, really, really fresh onions. And uh, why did they throw? Oh, tomato- if you oh, if you have ever, ever even looked at a man and <laughs> thought they were handsome, and I'm including straight women in this. Yeah. No. No. Sh- so basically, if you're a fan of DX, come to Jones. Yeah. If, two questions for you. One: mm-hmm. Have you attended? Gathering of the Juggalos and been kicked out because of behavioral reasons. Yeah, yeah. You are Have welcome. you been kicked out of Gathering of the Juggalos for being too homophobic? <laughs> then, <laughs> then, ladies and gentlemen, Integrity is the show for you. Yeah, hi. Uh, hello, is this Rocco? Yeah. It's easier on our documentation. Sorry. Dylan is slow breathing and humping the air in a way that is juicy. Um, Guys, if you're a guy... Get your dicks hard. If you're a woman, get your pussy wet. Because that was the wrestler review. The end of Jiggly July. We'll be back next week profiling Mr. Anderson for Asshole, Asshole August. August. And then in September, uh, no more alliteration. It's time for Spiteful September. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> Soaky September. The hottest babes. <laughs>
I just know like Terra Octagon October UFC fighters that went into the pro wrestling. We all, we already did that with Machine March. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're losers. No Machine May. What about Naughty November? <laughs> yeah, we'll make them all about skanks. <laughs> just people that fucked. So it's just Steve is December. Oh yes, please. Oh, and oh, Jewish no, January. October. Jewish January. <laughs> Who would we review? Canyon? Perry Horowitz. Canyon. Perry Horowitz. Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. No, no one else. Scotty Goldman and Colt Cabana. Yeah, two we different can episodes. do Colt Cabana every single week. And then Barry Horowitz. And this very special Horowitz Colt Cabana double episode. Yeah. That's five minutes long. <laughs> Um, we still haven't done Judy Bagwell month. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> July Judy Bagwell month. Every month is we could Judy do J- Gigolo January and just a four parter on Buff Bagwell. Let's do an entire month of just Judy Bagwell. Judy Bagwell part one, two, three, and four. Yeah. Just keep rewatching your matches. I'm turning the All show. Right, well, I fuck girls. So I want everyone to know that our Sable episode was shorter than this one. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. Uh, and uh, please sign up for our mailing list that we don't have. Bye-bye. Let's take you right now to our colleague, mean Gene Okerlund, standing by with Shark. Gene? All right. Uh, as a matter of fact, he is coming out right now. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, at well over 500 pounds, this is the Shark. Wait a minute. Stop the music. Stop the music. That is the order of Shark. Take a look up in the ring. Big Bubba must have the remnants of your hair. That had to be Shark, one of the most disgusting, one of the most despicable, actually making me physically sick to my stomach, and only half a haircut. (laughs) It is a little different, I must say that. There's a reason. There's a reason why I'm not shaving the other half off. What is that, sir? Every morning I get up, I have to look in the mirror. I relive the embarrassment. I go get my mail. The neighbors are laughing. I relive the embarrassment. Well, Shark, I got to tell you this. You take a look at what Big Bubba did to you. Hold on a second. I'm not the shark. I'm not a fish. I'm not an avalanche. I'm a man, John Tanta, a 500-pound man. I'm going to hurt the man that did this to me, and then I'm going to shave the head of the giant, and he'll feel the embarrassment I felt. Uh, No pun intended, but child, that would be a mighty tall order. Tony, Larry, guys, let's get back to you. How about that, Larry Zabisco?